With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. You was like, you was like, no, feel don't it. touch it. Hey. No, no, feel what? No, feel it. Feel it. <laughs> I can't. You know, that's hard. Eh? Oh, ain't it? Oh, oh, <laughs> what? Huh? What? <laughs> Doing the most. <laughs> You're listening to another episode of Doing the Most with your hosts, Marcy K. and Eric J. Hey. I like that. Used to blow up your phone every other hour. Wondering where you are. I like this. This is work to a real slot. Welcome to Doing the Most Official Podcast with your host, Marcy K. And Eric J. Hey, we're doing the most out here. Doing the most, the absolute most. <laughs> Marcy, how was your week? It actually was really, really good. I'm, um, Really, really happy about everything that is going and transitioning in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. So much has occurred. You got to talk about panties. broken panties. It was great. Yes, the broken was. panties. Thank event. you guys for coming. Mr. Uh, don't act like you ain't in this building. <laughs> It was good. I, I enjoy broken panties. You enjoy broken panties, Mr. J. Coolin is in the building. Come on now, thank going you. On? Don't act like you sitting over there looking like you modeling <laughs> for somebody. Looking well, real you know. quenchable. <laughs> oh, man, I like that word. <laughs> quenchable. Quenchable. Okay, listen, listen. I appreciate it. So, broken panties. How do you so, think that went? Oh, broken panties was delicious. It I'm gonna tell great. you that right now. It, it was, was amazing. It was mm-hmm. definitely, and our actually one of our uh, guests who was on the panel is here today. Huh, Isn't that amazing? What, what, what is that? Isn't hand? that amazing? That's Isn't hand that claps. Hand yeah, you clap it for our guests. Why well, did it sound like it? It sounded like, it sounded like hand claps to me. Like little droplets of water. Yeah, that's what it sounds. See what I'm saying? That's what it sounds like. It don't sound like that. Look, look, Now we not. Now we've been off for a minute. Now we not. We yeah. not gonna come back and have <laughs> give Mr. Uh, cool Breeze a hard time. Right. You know I always give Mr. Cool Breeze hand claps. Is hand claps. No, it's the difference. It's a golf clap. it's a golf clap. It's a that Tiger Woods clap. It's a Tiger Woods clap. It's more elegant. That's all. You know what? We do the most. Can we get the most clap over here? We got, we got golf claps today. <laughs> so broken panties went well, and we have one yes. of your one of your panelists in the yes, building. Would you go ahead Amber. and introduce her? Yeah, but first we want to go ahead and talk about you know. I mean, well, we already we? we already talked. You know, we we said she was here, so I just said you know say she her name. Then we get it. You know, we get it to who she is. You know. All right, cool. Well, Amber in the building, but my week was fine. I'm glad because I was able to do a lot of vision planning and writing for things that I want to work on and that I want to. Yes, and I'm and I. I'm able to actually get all of that stuff done. Amen. So I'm actually I'm I'm proud of myself and the progress. Come I've on made. now, so round of applause for Eric J. Good. We just work on his time. Hallelujah! Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Jay Coolin, how about your week? I had a good week. I had a good week. I caught What'd up on some rest. You um, always <laughs> catching up on some. I'd be tired. Um, <laughs> I have been applying to like different schools as far as for grad school and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, been working on goals that I have. I want to. Continue throughout for the next three months for the okay. summer and Name, for the give fall. Give me one. Um, well, you know the bodybuilding thing. I'm still doing that. Right. I'm still What's up with Trifecta? He, I talked to him uh, last week, a okay. week and a half ago. I'm gonna call him. Yeah, he he's doing good. I think he was somewhere out of town, but he always um, helping Bali or something. I know. Yeah, but I've been talking to him about that. He wants me to be um an, yes. a brand a brand ambassador, a brand ambassador, a brand yes. ambassador for both. Yes, um, that's so, what's yeah, up. So yeah, working on that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's pretty much been for my week. You know, okay, it's been that's productive. What's up. You know? We're gonna go ahead on and introduce our guest, who was uh, our part guest. of Broken Panties, um, which was Ooh. amazing. Shout out to everybody who was on that panel, and shout out to all yeah. the women who were there who were able to get healed and were transformed in some type of way. Yeah. I was so grateful, and uh, God definitely moved that day. I was so mm-hmm. happy, like I was satisfied. Anybody mm-hmm. asked me how I was doing, I said I'm satisfied. Well, you looked great. You look, you did. Sure, thank you. You looked yeah. great. I, I stepped. I stepped in the building. I said, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not 
said, wait a minute. Yeah. You was dressed, you was, you was dressed, dressed. I was, I suppose. You was dressed like it might have been some men up in there. You were not waking up my friends. You was dressed, dressed. You petty today. Y'all, y'all should have seen Marcy K. She was, she was dressed like, uh, like, like uh, that, 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 that man, that husband was there in the building. Uh, he mm-hmm. wasn't. Cause I ain't got one. Okay. Shout out to uh, shout out to the men who came to this oh, support. Oh, a lot we of men in through. the building. That's what I was talking about. Anyways, but yeah. So Mrs. Amber. Who is with us from, she's a social media strategist and consultant. She has a podcast called 30 Flirty and Thriving. Mm. She's also a public speaker as well. Welcome to the show, baby doll. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having you us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm yeah. Glad to be here. It's all we're about glad you're here. Right. That's right. Look how they looking at you, girl. <laughs> what? We're glad you're here. <laughs> what, 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 how are we looking at her? Hey, we glad she's here. Jay, did, did you see him? He was like. He's <laughs> 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 in that kind of mood. He over here with me. Oh, right. Oh, God. That's what I'm saying. You can't give a compliment without folks swearing up and down. All I'm saying is, you know how Eric J do. But anyways, thank you for being on the show with us today. And tell us about 30 Flirty and Thriving. And also, what is a brand, uh, a strategist, a social media strategist? Okay, I'll start with 30 Flirty and Thriving. So 30 Flirty and Thriving is my baby. It's my podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of came from nowhere. I never aspired to get into podcasting. I hadn't even really listened to podcasts. But... I was invited as a guest on a couple of podcasts through mm-hmm. Podcast Detroit, and by popular demand, people were saying, you just need your own show. I mm-hmm. was like, yeah, you know, I'll try it. Why mm-hmm. not? And so I decided I wanted to develop a podcast that was based kind of my experiences in life, just trying to navigate adulthood and that transition mm-hmm. and jobs in the city of Detroit and just kind of everything that people go through. Right. Um I felt like I was in a point in my life where I'm thriving. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling mm-hmm. sexy. I'm mm-hmm. feeling Come good. On now. And so, you know, the movie 13 going on 30, there's like this this reference to 30, flirty, and thrive. And I was like, that's how I feel right now. So that's mm-hmm. that's where the name came from. But it's okay. really just about people kind of being them best selves, whatever it is. So I feel like there was so many questions I had of like, or even people that I talked to was like, I want to start a business or I want to start a podcast or I want to get into music or I want to do this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how the hell do you do that? Like, right. where do you even right. begin to do right. those things? So I started inviting guests who had gotten into music, who had started a podcast, who wrote a book, who started mm-hmm. a business, who became successful, yeah. and talk about their process of doing that so that my listeners can gain from that and say, oh, okay, that's how you used to get into writing a book. Mm-hmm. That's how you become a DJ. That's how you become a songwriter. Okay, that's I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um just because my mind is always thinking of like, what can I do and how can I, you know, tap? I'm creative mind and I'm also like always thinking of ways to make money and make a living. And What's your sign? A Sagittarius. Oh, that's a Sagittarius right there. Always trying to get that money, honey. Just like Ambitious. always trying that to vary. do the most, right? Like All the time. Sagittarius. <laughs> See, doing the most just freely came. See, Miss AJ, see what I'm saying? From the beginning. What did I say? Doing the most. Doing the most. You know what? So, I can't. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. With this mm-hmm. 30 flirty and thriving, you said you got to a point where you realized that that's kind of who you are or the space that you were in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm noticing these uh, forearm tattoos you have, mm-hmm. which are very intriguing to me. I know you guys can't see her, but that's something that, I, that I'm that i really intrigued by. You've got mm-hmm. this feather and these birds and this diamond. Did you Let have those see. before going into... 30 oh, did you get those at 30 are those no, a part of your story this is probably a part of everything okay. i got so okay. i have a crown with ab underneath it ab is my nickname i'm queen ab so i just got that as i was in the end of my marriage getting like i knew i was done but i wasn't i hadn't filed for mm-hmm. divorce yet or separate mm-hmm. but i was kind of in that moment where i was preparing myself i think yeah. internally and i got mm-hmm. this tattoo to remind myself like you are queen ab never That's forget you it. who you are so when I got it, the tattoo artist was like, well, you're supposed to get it facing out so that other people can see it. I said, this is for me. I want That's it facing right. me. Come on, I look down. I see it. So I got that. And then um, I got the feather after my divorce. Um, actually, it was it's covering up my ex-husband's name. Get rid of them, child. Get rid of them. So I had to get something to cover it up, but I was like, I want something that, you know, represents this this freedom, this wanderlust um, that I have. So I got the feather, and then I have there's seven birds, obviously, that's biblical, and there's a 13 Mm -hmm. at the bottom because. I was born on the 13th, and 13 is kind of like my number. So I love it. All has mm, meaning to it. Dope. And the diamond, so my, my girl started doing tattoos, and uh-huh. so I was her very first tattoo. So she did the that's, diamond that's on me. Uh, 
But that doesn't even look like a very first tattoo. It doesn't. Right? She, she is amazing. She's Free-handed. incredible. And, sh- and shout out to you for trusting her to to, to do yeah, it, right. to be the first time. person. Exactly. I was so scared. Y'all have no idea. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, so you so you got these tattoos. You've gone through your life transition. You've been you've been married. You've been divorced. Things mm-hmm. like that. If you don't mind, can you expand a little bit about your marriage and what led to your divorce? Yeah, so actually I've been married I've been married twice and divorced twice, obviously. I got married the first time when I was 16, and the reason that came to be is I think when we first got together, we were like, I think, 13, 14 years old. We Wait, I, hold up. How did you get married at 16? Your mama approved it? Uh-huh, she okay. signed it because I begged her. And that's what I'm saying, like, it, it will make more sense to explain. So at 14 years old, I asked my virginity became pregnant. Mm-hmm. So okay. from there, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, well, I guess we're going to be together forever because mm-hmm. I had in my mind, I'm only going to be one person in my whole life. Right. So if right. I'm having a baby with you and I had sex with you, it's me and you. And That's he right. kind of right. was like, you know, whatever. So, right. right. So we got married at 16. And um, it was evident, I think, within the first year or two, like just because when you're 14, you're just you got so much different yeah. hormones and emotion, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. going on. And like who you are at 14 is not who you're going to be at 25 or 35 right. or whatever. Right. And I don't think for most people, not saying no one can do it, but I think for most people, you can't make a lifelong decision at 14 that you're always going to feel That's like right. it's the best decision. Right. So that was shouldn't have happened to begin with but it was and we tried to work it out we were just two completely different people and I was trying to like grow and go to college and finish school and do all this stuff and he just wanted to be like a thug and I was like I can't and at the time I was I was trying to go to school to be a lawyer so I was like I can't be a lawyer if you're gonna be a drug dealer like I can't that doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. (laughs) he was gonna be his lawyer child that's what he said I'm like no (laughs) that's not gonna work for me and it was just a lot of things I'm like we got kids and stuff now like I can't be having this stuff around the kids so whatever so I tried, but eventually it was just a really bad situation, and I eventually was just like, okay. I, I woke up one day, literally was like the light bulb, and I'm looking through my diary, and it's like one page, it's like all this horrible stuff, and the next day it's like, well, things are better today, and he said he's sorry, and I think things are really going to be better this time, and the next day it's like crazy shit, and then the next day you flip it, and it's like, well... We're good, my bad. I ain't need to cuss, y'all. Sorry, can you edit that out? Keep <laughs> going. Um, and then it was just like, okay, I can't have another one of these repetitive pages. So I was just like, I'm done. And at the time, we were living in Florida. So I packed up the kids, got on a Greyhound, and traveled back to Michigan. And that was just Wait a minute. You said it. kids. Yeah, because after we got married, we had another one. So I had my second child oh, okay. at 17. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So moved back to Michigan, um, went through the process of divorce while I was up here. He was down there. And kind of started learning how to be independent um, because up until that point, you know, it was like I was a kid. Then I was a married mother, teenager, weird space. Yeah. Right. Then I was trying to get into this. OK, I'm young, but I was still really dedicated to my kids. So I was just like on the come up, like, OK, I'm going to get a job, get a better job, get a car, get a better car, get a house, get a better house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that mindset ladder. that we have. Right. Was it overwhelming? think it was overwhelming i think that i was young i mean that was a weird time in my life because i feel Mm -hmm. like i had a really quick weird spot where it was like i'm free oh my god i don't know what to do with it Mm -hmm. and it was like i mean a matter of months where i i i kind of wowed out like a tiny little bit just like i didn't really know what to do um but then i was like this ain't it and got it back together um and it was just i think it was just I, I think it's harder now than it was then because when you're young, it's like you're so naive mm-hmm. and you don't have as you're not as forward thinking. Right. right. So I didn't have s- as much pressure as I feel like now. I'm like, shit, I got this many. Oh, dang it. I did it again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were just thinking you were thinking emotionally instead of logically, basically. Hey. Like we all do when we're teenagers. For think sure. emotionally instead of with logic, you know. And mm-hmm. sometimes I almost think that's better because you do what feels right and mm-hmm. it feels right. And you go through different motions but you don't you always have this pressure when you think logically because it's like oh I want to do this it feels right. good yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. a desire yeah because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I know when I was young I had my child what at 17 or was it 18 I think I had my first child at 17 and that right there, that was a whole lot because I always took care of other people's kids. So when mm-hmm. I got pregnant, it was like I hit my first pregnancy child. Mm. I think I was like eight months. So wow. before people found no. out, yep. <laughs> so they didn't, didn't even know. So question for both of you guys: Did that prevent you guys from having like fun during your teenage years? Because you know, I grew up. Uh, there was no fun. You, I had a baby. 
<laughs> that wasn't my mom was, was strict. Like, she was still in Alabama. <laughs> hear me? You hear me? Right. March over there with Martin Luther King. Oh no, you definitely <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you gonna hit the floor at seven uh-huh. o'clock? We yeah. were slaves Yo, as I kids. I want y'all to pray for Marcy K. She, <laughs> yeah. she a little yeah. different. That's why I go hard because hey, we had it was four girls, one boy, it was five of us. Mm-hmm. So there was no slack. There is no right. slacking off. All you had to do is either work. Or watch them kids, watch somebody else's kids. But now, I mean, I appreciate the work ethic that my mom put in me because mm. here I am now. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, it matters even though you had it to go through off. all of that. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when you are young and you had a single mom, that ain't no joke. That ain't nothing it's to not. play with. Absolutely. Two kids. I had two kids by the age of 19. That is no joke. Thank mm-hmm. God I got the same yeah, I was kid's just, father. That was just up here sexy. <laughs> you know Ooh, what? Yeah, That's sexy. because we were, I was broken. Okay. I was broken. That's what broken okay. panties is. That, it, it, and it stems from multiple things. Broken yeah. panties just doesn't come from one experience. It I mean, comes yeah, from, I, yeah, from yeah. when you were a child mm-hmm. to growing up to yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? Even as women, you still continue that cycle of having brokenness. And it continues because you keep trying to look for a father or you're trying to mm-hmm. look for love somewhere. And it never happens. But eventually it does because the love starts within yourself. So that's right. when I started loving myself. <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing. Oh right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Amber, so you, you have this amazing story you've you've been uh, a teenage mom slash wife you've gone mm. through divorce you you've had this I've got to work and keep improving my life mentality how did you get from all of that stuff to basically where you are now where you're doing your thing as a social media guru and everything else that you've got going on how did you get into that and start doing that well, I think, I mean, back to what Marcy was saying with the broken panties and searching for something, I think that being married was more like, okay, I have somebody that cares about me, commits to me or whatever. And so when I'm in a situation, a relationship or a marriage or whatever, I am like dedicated to bettering mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. and taking care of the family. And I think a lot of women are like that. And so I often lo- lost my own dreams and mm-hmm. things like that. Not to say I didn't follow them. I just wasn't as passionate about them as I was maybe my husband's or my children's. So after I got divorced the second time or even leading up to that, I just decided because it was kind of like a realization. My daughter at the time was 15, 16 years old. She's 18 now, but she wanted to go live in Florida with her grandparents. And when she left, I felt like she abandoned me. I'm like, I had her when I was 14. That was my she I felt like she was my saving grace. And I'm like, now you're leaving me. So I'm like, if you leave me and you're my purpose and I already in my the back of my head knew I wasn't going to be with my husband any longer. I'm like. What do I have? Right. What do I have if I don't have my purpose? Because then your brother's going to grow up. He's going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave my husband. And I have right. nothing because I dedicated and poured everything into y'all. So I just slowly kind of started getting into everything that made me makes me happy and everything I wanted to learn and everything I wanted to do. And even like who I was as a person, a lot of the things that in my second marriage, we were together for 10 years. Mm-hmm. There was so much that he, I don't think he meant to be controlling, but it was just so much that he preferred and that mm-hmm. I fell into that. Like, Oh, you like my hair a certain way. So I'm gonna wear it like that. Oh, you don't like my nose mm-hmm. piercing. So I'm gonna take it out. Oh, you don't like this. You don't like that. And so I didn't even look like the way that, you know, when a woman, you know, to feel most confident, you want to feel sexy. And it doesn't matter what that is for you. It doesn't. Every woman feels sexy for different reasons. That's right. But for me, everything that I felt made me beautiful and sexy or whatever, he kind of like, he he changed that. And so when I looked in the mirror, I didn't feel my best. Was there an age difference between the two? No, we're like the same age. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, that was control. Because he wanted to control who you are, your mind, how you thought, your soul, your spirit. It, it comes with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so maybe that's what was it, but it was just like, man, I felt like I lost myself. So, like, mm-hmm. I want my long hair back. I want yeah. my nose ring back. I want this. I want that. I want mm-hmm. my nails the color I want them and all of these things um, to dress the way that I want to dress. Correct. So I just started doing all that slowly but surely, and it, I didn't even know that I was doing any that would have any long-term effect at the time. I just knew that I started to do things that made me happy. I started mm-hmm. to do things that I wanted to do instead of being like, oh, what do you want to do? When I got divorced, I realized I had to go buy a car, and I was like, I don't even know what kind of cars I like because mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, it's whatever. It's fine. Oh, my God. That's crazy sure. how women like- <laughs> transform to our men. You know what I'm saying? Instead of it should be something that equal, and that's why the equally yoke. Uh, remember we talked to that about that before, Eric mm-hmm, J. Yeah. About, e- about equally yoke. That matters mm-hmm. when you're going through in a marriage because if it's not, then you you're battling to find yourself. Even though women transform all the time, and that's what men don't realize. We constantly evolve, and just like a butterfly, and mm-hmm. in, in, in a relationship, a marriage, or whatever it may be, we're constantly evolving. But did you have another uh, question? Mr. Oh, Jay no, Blue. no, that was... 
But I mean, uh, wouldn't you? I mean, but men evolve too. Yes, I mean, they do. I think, yeah. I think people, I think one thing about, I think the beauty about relationships and the beauty about marriage is that the goal, the real goal should be to grow together. Yeah, as Not well. grow sure. separately, but be together is to grow together. So right. I feel like when it comes down to that communication, that's why I think communication is the biggest thing when it comes down to a relationship. Because if I feel like I'm growing and I'm changing and who I was when you met me is not necessarily who I am anymore, then it's my job to communicate that with you. I, I don't feel like it's fair for me to assume that you're going to notice that. And be able um, to trust the process, right. too. You know, I don't I don't feel like it's fair for me, though, to assume that you're just going to notice the fact right. that I'm changing. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, you might look up one day and let's say just let's just talk about let's say my my favorite artist is Kanye West, just for example. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you met me, I used to listen to Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. And then after a while, you I we we, we together, we in relationship or whatever. And all of a sudden you hear me listening to Drake, Drake or <laughs> Smokey Robinson. You or, would say Drake. Or, 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 I, I got to or or Marvin Gaye or just somebody that's not the norm right you know and you're like wow where is this coming from and I'm just like well you know I'm not really feeling you know the Kanye anymore that's not Mm kind of where I am anymore you know what I mean because you're constantly evolving yeah you know we're all we're all evolving we like different things we grow to we grow to different things and I think that's the communication that's needed in relationships and in marriages and that's what make them thrive and it's it's my job to see how you're evolving how you're changing too Mm -hmm. because I think the worst thing is for Mm -hmm. two people to be together but grow separately apart and then realize that now they've grown into completely different people who now can't survive together but they also have to know how to get back there yeah you see what i'm saying because even some people they grow they grow so separately they can't get back there yeah but that's why i said you gotta know how to get back there you know what i'm saying because that can like you said that communication and it truly truly matters but we're gonna go ahead and go into our uh we ain't talking about nobody but we we just just saying saying. (laughs) Once again, we ain't talk about nobody, but we, we just, just saying. saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> first thing that we want to talk about is washing that chicken, Doctor. Oh Ozzie, my god! So, I, so, <laughs> so now, Amber, don't be offended. Not, <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew as soon as she no, said that, no, I was no, like, it's, somebody gonna say something. <laughs> because, I knew it. Because if y'all can't tell by her voice, you know, Amber <laughs> is um, she, she, she uh, she is Amber. She, she, she Amber. Okay. Yeah. Amber. No, I'm she just Amber. Amber, 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 Amber's white. You know, we black. I mean, you know we why? just talk about. Amber we talk about. I ain't do it. I mean, look, you I ain't. Uh, we not sitting to be shady, but I'm and just saying. Oh, oh, whatever. That has nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> and that, he that has nothing to do with nothing. And but the point is, shade. so. <laughs> point is, so Dr. Oz, along with several other people, the CDC, are basically saying that when you cook your meat, when you cook your chicken, you shouldn't wash it. No, they said you don't have to wash it. Oh, I'm sorry. They said. No, they say you shouldn't wash it. They say you shouldn't. Because they say Which? that it will spread uh, the bacteria from the raw chicken and the E. coli and all of that bacteria dies off of it when you actually put it in the pan to cook it. Uh, uh, first of all. I've been doing that all my life. I'm and I'm not, fine to this day. Exactly. Our grandma's been doing this. My grandma was 103. Okay? And I'm she, washing my chicken every time. And they, I'm spraying my sink. People, people wash it different ways. Some people just rinse it off. Some people do lemon and salt. Some people do lime vinegar. and salt vinegar. vinegar. Stuff, stuff like that. Amber, do you wash your chicken? I wash my chicken. Amber, okay. wash her chicken, y'all. Can we get a round of applause for that? Please give a round of applause for that. I'm not. No, seriously, because when you take, when you and I don't mean to cut you off, Jacob. When you open up that chicken, Chicken, and you take it out the pack, and it's sitting on that weird pad, that little tampon that thing. That nasty pad, tampon. That's a nasty little tampon. You telling me that that chicken looks attractive to you for you to just take it right and out the pack and put it in the? It be slimy a little, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. It be, and it, it and it need to be clean because sometimes be clean. it still had the feathers and stuff on it too. Sometimes it still had the extra fat you don't need. You gotta trim right. the fat, the little blood, the blood. The blood. Right. Who wanna be eating all that when they uh when you cutting your chicken up? You see blood. I didn't and stuff even know that this was a thing until until I saw that report come out that you shouldn't wash your chicken, and then everybody was like, oh, and then it was like, oh, black people wash their chicken, white people don't. I'm like, what? what? Like I didn't Not. even know that was a thing. I thought everyone <laughs> so washed then their chicken. I can't I can't remember the name of the talk show, but it was a group of women talking, and this is how it first started because they began to talk about chicken the, and the lady was like yeah i just take my chicken out the pack and i put it in the pan it, it, it was like the view Whoopi. but it wasn't the view oh, it wasn't the view okay. it wasn't the view but it's a show like the view it's okay. maybe like the other one they got on like cbs or something okay. uh, point is what is it? uh the point talk? Is, is it the it might be so. that might be she it, yeah. about how she take her chicken out the pack and just put it in the oven yeah Whoopi. she just flip it over yeah and the I'm black just... and the black and the black co-host was like 
So huh? you, so when do you wash your chicken? Right. And then all the white co-hosts were like, wash your chicken? What do you mean wash it? And then all the black women in the audience like, yeah, wash, wash your, your chicken. chicken. But the white women in the audience like, what? So apparently it's like a, it's like, it's, I mean, it's, I guess that's like a really big cultural difference. Now we could crack oh, wow. jokes about the seasoning or the lack thereof all day, right. you know, He's between how we chicken. <laughs> no, you put, I know. And then you got to cook some chicken, don't you, baby? I, listen, I know how to season my stuff. I feel like, right. hey, I, I want to, July 4th come around. I, I, feel, yeah, like <laughs> every, I feel like Amber <laughs> can cook. We come to barbecue. Like wait a minute too, now. Barbecue I would say I can cook. I can't, like, I choose not to cook, but I know how to season my food. I'll say that much. <laughs> you kept a man, like, didn't flavor. you? You kept huh? a man, didn't you? Yeah, because I bought food. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, key to a man's heart. Key to a man's heart. Tell the truth. That's key to a man. I be cooking, child. I be cooking. So the next thing we're going to talk about is... Oh, the abortion fiasco. Oh, oh, I got so much to say about this. Let Jay Coolin take it away because me and, Pat, me and Mr. Eric Jay, we had a conversation about this uh, when it was going out. Okay. I mean, I personally feel like you know it's technically it's murder. First of all. You better, you better, uh, you better tread lightly. Let him express you himself. You better tread lightly. You, you asked him to give you his opinion. Let him express himself. I'm for this. Is your body. Do what you want to do with it. That's I'm right. Because ain't nobody telling you to uh, keep your sperm. I mean, you know, <laughs> when, oh, when they come out, they come out. You know? oh, <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm all, I'm for it. You know, as far as it's, it's your body. Do what you want to do. But as far as that, it's, it's still murder. And murder, know? as far as, as far as one. So you telling me. So let me ask you this: Is it okay if somebody rapes me and I that, get pregnant? I was gonna get to that. Me, every time. But about it's that still also. murder. Yeah, technically it is, but in ain't a no sense, technically it, it, no, it is. No, but you got you got to hear what he's saying. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead he, finish because, what you want to say. Finish because it, it, it you killing something that's already inside of you. That's up until what age? Up until what? What is it? Up until uh, what month? Three months. Three something? months. Three months. You can okay. get an abortion up to three months. You can get an yeah. abortion up to three months, but the, but it's an actual baby at what? What is six? Six weeks. That's when the heartbeat six appears. Okay. Six weeks. Six weeks. The first trimester. So if she gets raped, is that still okay? That's that's why I so tedious because I, I was just like you know. Cause it's a lot of you know don't take this person. It's a lot of rape babies out here that yes, it is. are born because they were raped. Yes, you know because their mama, their parents raped. was wait they yeah mother was raped. You know, yeah. but that's a different story. But it, it's it's a lot to go with it. You know, I feel like they was on it too fast as far as the laws passed in Georgia and Alabama. They mm-hmm. were, they was on it like that. Well, you know, and you can't even go out of state to. What do you think, Amber? <clears throat> oh, I have a lot of thoughts. Okay, first of all, a baby cannot. Okay, you cannot be charged. In most states, you can be charged with attempted murder or murder mm-hmm. um, of a fetus, If, but only once that child can survive outside the womb. So if I was pregnant with, like, you know, a 10-week-old baby or whatever, and you killed me, you wouldn't be charged for two murders. You'd be charged for one because that baby can't survive outside the womb. At, at some point, I think it's like 22 weeks or 24 weeks or something like that, that's when you can be charged with double murder. Having said that, if somebody else can't be charged for killing my child, because it can't survive outside the womb, then why can I not abort it? Because then I'm a murderer when it cannot survive outside of my body, mm. number one. That's number two, mm-hmm. I see. Number two, um, I think it's frustrating for men to have so much opinion on this. If a woman gets pregnant, and maybe neither one of y'all want a child, but if the woman decides to have it or not have it, maybe you get put on child support later, whatever. But she has to go through the entire pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Women's careers are affected by that. Her mm-hmm. social status is affected by that. You can go out and bang whoever you want while yep. she's pregnant. Who is going to want I mean, she can't go out there and date and flirt and yeah. have relationships <laughs> while she's pregnant. Like, the, maybe some women do, but for the most part, most respectable people are not going to engage in that type of situation. Okay, and yeah, because me, we, uh-huh. we all know pregnant Mr. women have Mr. some sex. You're not getting up on here? You don't want to get up because DJ here? DJ Cooper he's got a DJ lot to say. But before, got to but before, say. before he gives his opinion, let me let okay, me stay ahead. let me stay how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. I all, this whole conversation boils boils down to whether or not you believe whether or not life begins at conception. And so for me, mm-hmm. it's not a debate of whether or not you believe it's murder or not. For me, it's more so of do you have the right to take away what another person chooses to do with their body? And for me, you don't have that right to take away or tell anybody else what they need to you do don't. with their body. I am no. a 
pro I'm a pro choice I'm pro life and pro choice because as much as I want you know children to live and all of the rest of that other stuff I'm also pro choice because I feel like it's your decision now right. my own mm-hmm. mixed views are the fact that I, I feel some type of way at the fact that the decisions boils down solely to the woman because that's not always fair yeah, I think the man should have a say this. for sure I think that he should have a say so for sure but I did look it up and your baby's heartbeat started beating at about 22 days after um well no but you can have there's how many brain dead how many brain dead people are in vegetative states their heart is beating but they're not alive they're not and and we get to make the decision whether or not they can can stay along stay alive or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be and nobody's yelling murder for that you know when they they won't have a life off of that machine Mm -hmm. and so going back to what Amber said if they can't survive outside the womb on their own the laws will state that that's not considered murder because at the end of the day if they were not in the womb, they wouldn't be able to survive anyway. So it is 22 so, days. About 22 days after that baby is conceived, that's when it hurts. You, uh, so, that heart so, the, so the heartbeat law that was passed in Georgia, and it was one more state, uh, I think it's Indiana now, uh, it, it goes up to six weeks because most women don't find out they're pregnant until after six weeks. Right. And the heartbeat doesn't appear until around that six-week period. Mm-hmm. So you're saying the first heartbeat can show up as early as 22, 22 days, days, which is about three weeks or mm-hmm. so, three Three, three and a half weeks yeah. but most women my, I'm gonna put for example my mom told me this story all the time she didn't find out she was pregnant with me until one day she got into a very bad car accident mm. and while she was in a very bad car accident she went to the doctor the doctor said oh yeah you're pregnant my mom was like pregnant and they was like yeah you're pregnant not only are you pregnant you're about four months pregnant mm. wow. like you're almost four months pregnant and my mom was like wait what I'm four months pregnant and so granted while my mom never thought about getting an abortion she was right along I think that borderline to where she could have gotten one if she wanted one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's the simple fact that she didn't, she would not have known she was pregnant had it not been for the okay. car accident, mm-hmm. you know? But and my my point is, I, I just think it's it's a choice. It is I, definitely it's a choice. Go ahead. I agree. Uh, I also feel like, you know, besides the fact what Amber was saying and Marcy K about the rape, the the guys to have, you know, a choice also because if y'all slip up and don't have um, and have unprotected sex. The guy has a choice if you want the baby also because what happens is is I think the reason why a lot of single mothers out there because the daddy didn't want the baby in the first place no, and the mom no. wanted that. No, I, I feel no. I feel like that I feel like that's no. part of that's I mean, part of but some no, stuff. I think that's it, part it of makes it. sense because it makes sense because if Mar- a dad's not ready to have a child but the mama want the baby. Marcy, you know? Marcy, so you ain't never seen two people the the, the, the she becomes pregnant with a baby. He's he like I don't want no. I mean, but but that but that is That's a that be part studies of show a lot of single but stu- mothers. But studies will because show because men that. refuse to step up. I mean, but there's what that too. There's so many reasons. There are so many reasons. Or he should I mean, not it's, have it's, sex. It's Come on, huh? And that's, but that's why it gets down to at the end of the day, the government should not be telling us what we can't. Right. Right. Because, because what they're gonna be telling you then is what you can't do. But we, but we, but we involve the government in these decisions because if me, let's say if me and Marcy K, but let's say if me and Marcy K are in a committed relationship, let's say we've been together for five years, and we and we was and we talking all this hype. Yeah, one day. We're gonna get married. We're we gonna do gonna all this married, other stuff, Eric. you know. And then I'm like, and then Marcy pops up and says, "Oh my God, Eric, I'm pregnant." What? Oh, you what? And I'm then I'm pregnant. Like, Marcy, you pregnant? So you don't I mean, want this baby? Wait, you ain't ready for no baby wait, right listen, now. Listen, Marcy, I just started working. We ain't ready for no baby. Like Marcy. Do you want to have a baby right now? Yes, I want to have a baby by you, Eric. I don't. Okay, I don't. I don't want to have a baby right now. But wait a minute. But you ain't say that when you was in. But we didn't plan on. We didn't do this it to plan matter. to have a you baby. You should have strapped up and you should. But you, 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 you weren't calling for me to go get the rubber. Right. I mean, you should have asked. You weren't calling uh, for me to go get the rubber. Kind of baby. Is this a conversation we gonna have? <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously though. But seriously though. <laughs> it, but what if the what if the situation was flipped where I wanted the baby and she didn't want exactly. the baby? Exactly. I don't want no baby. I'm doing too much right now. And women, women go all the time and they have these secret abortions and the man don't even know they be pregnant facts i had a situation where um it was a woman that i was dating you know what i'm saying we broke up obviously but (laughs) she had got pregnant and uh she uh she basically made that decision on her own you know what i'm saying like all i had all i was to do was show up you know what i'm saying like she made that decision like so I, why did you she feel? didn't even ask up, you. But you showed up though. They do everything else because she gave what, him the courtesy. What, what she was like, courteous to invite him. Like, did I mean, you say like, no? Did you tell I mean, me you honestly, didn't want like, it? it wasn't the best situation for me at the time. Okay. But if she had, so a, you agreed. Listen, you're not letting me finish. Go ahead. If she had had the baby, I would have been there and did what I was supposed to do. But I felt like, 
you know, she they was talking about it was going to be some complications with her being able to work and stuff like that. And it was like, well, I'm not going to have this baby. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and that was that. Next thing I know, she at the place. And so talking about what we were saying, like sometimes the, the man do want the baby. You know what I'm saying? And, you know. And I think that that should be considered. But, like, I really think that for the sole fact that it's the woman's sole responsibility to carry that child to birth. And then after that, you can say you would stepped up and do what you had to do. Meaning go visit, take care of the kid, buy some shoes or whatever. But, like, for all intents and purposes, that baby will probably live with her 24-7. No, but see, at that point, part. we were still together. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I got a crib. I got a house. Right. You can move over but to the crib. That's what it, but move over to my house. <laughs> move over to my house. What if she don't want to move over to your house? Maybe okay. she want to you to move with I mean, her. Maybe co-parent. she, she didn't have her own saying. spot. Co-parent. I mean, I'm saying that the point I can't move with you if you don't have your own this, spot. This conversation <laughs> can go so many different ways. It, and it has yeah. so many different but, opinions but and perspectives. Bottom line, right, you know what I'm saying? The guy, the never guy never should right. have some type of input. And the guy should have some type of input. Absolutely. And I just want to say, Amber, you agree? For sure. I just want to say this to our body. Like, oh no, I agree that the man should have input. Yeah, he should have input for sure. And and if the girl want, girl got to have a crib if she want to come live there. <laughs> the man shouldn't paint this. Nobody, the man shouldn't paint this. Paint this situation <laughs> with such a broad brush because it's exceptions to every rule. Final know? final thoughts is that uh, again, the government should not have a say so. That's our and, point. And what people do with That's their bodies right. and what people do Y'all in their relationships. I think that now when we see these states in Georgia and in Mississippi and all these mm-hmm. other places where all these old white men come together Ooh. to make these, because that's exactly and who they are. They come back now. together mm-hmm. and they make these laws. I think yep. it's unfair. Fair and it's a and it's a it's a law that's applied universally. But we're gonna stop this conversation right now. Right. We're gonna get into the song of the week. Ooh, really? And Jay Coolin, go ahead and introduce the song of the week for us. So the song of the week is this upcoming artist named Janice. It's called Bag. I personally like the song. You know, so I heard that song. That was my little twerk song yeah. we came in. So yeah.
that was bagged by Janice. Um, hey. Welcome back to the show. That was a little twerk song. I like <laughs> yeah, that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you like a little twerking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like a little ratchet. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with it. We're going to get into our sponsors of this week. And, of course, we got K&K. I'm a brand ambassador uh, for them. So every day I slay in my K&K. You can find them at 20888 Gratiot Ave. That's in East Point, Michigan. They have some of the cutest things, especially for voluptuous women. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else got any uh, shout outs of the week? No, I'm just grateful to every one of our listeners, every one right. of our supporters. Yeah. You know, as we journey on this, uh, what I'm calling the iHeart Road. Yes. yes. Come on, people, come on. <laughs> trying to get people to uh, support so we can get on iHeart. Heart. That's then we, right. Then we can add that to the resume. Then we can add that to the resume. You can <laughs> find resume. us at. You can find us at Doing the Most Official Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, right. And you can reach out to us by. Uh, doing the most entertainment 2k at gmail.com or send us a dm i think a dm is better well either way if you want to be on the DM. show I mean, I mean well we respond to both you yeah know? we do yeah. respond to both i've been getting some good because uh, i think you do you you do emails i, I don't mind DMs. yeah you you, uh, you get a lot of dms yeah i get some it people i get down people, in yeah. the dm <laughs> it do you know what i'm saying my dms happen popping <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but no, we're gonna now we're gonna go ahead and go back to um, Mrs. Amber. I do have a uh, quick question for you. What is what you being a brand strategist? Um, what is the major strategy? What is a major strategy that you have that is used that is effective in increasing followers? And what method is also has kept you with steady followers? So that's two questions. So, I do. I create strategies for businesses, mm-hmm. and then I just mm-hmm. recently started um, creating strategies for personalities or whatever lifestyles and I kind of use myself as a guinea pig for that and I wanted to find a strategy that would build a following that was through pure organic growth mm-hmm. and not through hash tracking not through um, I follow you you follow me back yeah, and I, I hate follow those. Yeah. or for just using hashtags or anything like that like I just wanted to make sure that for my strategy to see if I could get people to follow my page for the sole purpose of I like your content. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, I like you. I rock with you. I like right. your stuff. That's why I'm following you. Yeah. Not because you follow me, not because this is that. So, essentially, it's all about understanding who your audience is and speaking to them. Like, when I first started posting, I used to always post things that I thought were cool or that I liked or that, you know, whatever. It was just all about me. Mm-hmm. I was doing what right. I wanted. And that's what I think a lot of people do because I'll see people's posts and it's like, you posting all these memes and all this stuff because they speak to you, but do they speak to who's following you? Yeah, exactly. So you create a strategy or you develop, you start posting for people. What do they want to hear? What type of stuff do they like? You look at what is your most liked picture? What is your most engaged with post? And mm-hmm. then you create more of that and you mm. see who's responding to it. Um, is it males? Is it females? I always look at my audience. Um, my audience is predominantly male. Whatever, I'm a female. You know, you say your audience is mostly male. It is. That's what's up. But no, but it's not because because I'm speaking to the women. You know what I'm saying? The men, I know what they follow it for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not here for that. Right. But that, but I still, but I've realized too that I have to. um, So I've realized that even though at first I was like, why got all these men following me? Get out my DMs and everything. Now I'm like, oh. They will actually DM me like, listen, I've been following you forever. I got this girlfriend. I have had her follow you because I feel like more women should mm. be like you. I feel like more women should think mm-hmm. like you. And mm-hmm. I want her to learn from you. And I learn from you. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. Because I wasn't getting that at first. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, what y'all yeah, want? Yeah, right. But, and so that's another thing, too, is really talking to and listening to the people that follow you. Actually taking the time to uh, converse with them either through DM or on the, um, you know, comments and things like that. Instead of just being like, just thinking they're disposable because they're not. Because right. I don't care if you're famous or not. Essentially, anybody who follows you, they're a fan of your posts, your content, yeah. your work, your something. Mm-hmm. So respect them and know that they're not disposable. They can bounce and go follow yes, somebody they else. Can, and support somebody else. And ultimately, that's what you want if you're trying to do anything is just get the people su- to support whatever it is you're doing so ultimately the strategy is is mostly just focused on the people who follow you understanding who they are and what they want and then catering to that okay okay so besides strategy what's what's a good platform to use you know we have facebook twitter um instagram pinterest snapchat stuff like that what's a good platform it depends on what you're trying to do if you're a teacher or something pinterest is perfect for that if you are uh a musician, entertainer, anything like that. Instagram is dope for getting the awareness mm-hmm. out there, especially if your if your uh, audience is predominantly like millennials or younger or whatever this, the Gen Z or whatever they are. Um, and Snapchat as well. Um, Facebook is good because, but Facebook has a, a different 
Facebook is different, but it's it's been really good to me. I would say Facebook is my personal favorite, mm-hmm. but Instagram is a lot more lucrative for a lot of people trying to build personal brands, lifestyle brands, yeah, music brands, things I like agree. that. So it just depends on what you're trying to do. Okay. So since coming in the game, uh, especially with your podcast, what would you tell the fellow podcasters who are trying to start up their business? Um, as far as like, you know, with Brandon and trying to get people on, because we are a new podcast. How long you been doing yours? Uh, just over a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're what? How many months in the game now? Uh, we've been doing this for Five? almost, um, I'm, well, I Five was going to say we might be at the half, half year mark, so it might Not, be about six. Yeah, almost, but we haven't hit, yeah, almost, we haven't hit yet. So we're at the, almost a six month mark. So what would mm-hmm. you tell us when it comes to build, building our brand? And be honest. Yeah, no, I think that when it comes to building your brand is just be... Try to be as consistent as possible mm-hmm. um, in terms of providing your followers with stuff. I noticed I had took a little hiatus. I know a lot of other podcasts is like they're doing well and then they get personal life comes in the way or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like the podcast takes mm-hmm. a back seat. Yeah. I think it's important to always make sure that you know that whoever's listening to your stuff, whoever's watching your stuff or following your page or whatever, like they're look, they're expecting content from them. Yep. You have to give them right. something. Mm-hmm. So being consistent and then again, listening to what they want. Not just like, oh, I think this is a really cool topic. We should talk about this. Mm-hmm. If nobody else cares about it, why are you talking about it? Like right. you need. Right. Here, follow. So the people that are following you, the people that are engaging with you, go look at their page. See what's what they are excited about. See what they're talking about, mm-hmm. and then talk about those things. Um, because again, it's just giving the people what they want to hear. Like this is a really weird example, but Nicki Minaj. I don't know if y'all remember Nicki like Underground before mm-hmm. she came out. And who she is now, I'm sure that's not where she thought her career was going to go. Right. But that's what the people wanted. That's what they responded to. That's what's making her the most money and getting her the most fame. So mm-hmm. that's where she went. That was the direction that she went. So it's up to you if you want to stay authentic to your brand and what makes mm-hmm. you you, which I, which is my goal. Like, I always been, I don't care if I have, like, 2,000 followers versus 20,000 as long as I'm staying authentic to my brand. Because yeah. if it's for you, it's for you. If right. you like it, I love it. So that means if it's for 2,000 people, I'm reaching them, great. I would rather have that than to be having 20,000 followers and only reaching, you know, two of them or whatever. Yeah. 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 So Like that lady who was, um, she had over 20,000, no, over a quarter I think two hundred fifty some thousand followers, but she only sold thirty six t shirts. Oh, she yeah, couldn't sell yeah. the thirty six t shirts. She couldn't sell t-shirt. them because mm. I mean they weren't interested in right. that portion of her or in her. But she was around. Uh, shout out to her. She was authentic though. Yeah. But it wasn't authentic to what she had been like her pay, like what people were yeah. following her for. It right. didn't match. If you yeah. look at it, it, was like what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Right. People. I mean, you can always leverage your followers to sell product or things like that. But I guess it's all about what it, what you're producing and then what they what exactly they follow you for. Some people. What do they want? I mean. Mm-hmm. Some people, some people. I mean, you're just never gonna buy things for from, right? I mean, yeah. And the right. thing about it is, people follow you. You're, you're, you should always be giving, 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 mm-hmm. giving. It That's should right. be your page or whatever you're promoting. You should be giving them, giving them information, giving them entertainment, giving them something to look about, think about, whatever. Giving, 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 giving. And then if you want to throw some stuff out there, and they're like, I just love this so much, I want to support. But it should never be a sales pitch of like buy this or come this and pay for this or whatever. Like that's not what they're there for. Nobody wants to be sold to. People are being sold to twenty four seven. The last thing they mm-hmm. want to do is be on somebody's page that they enjoy and being right. sold mm-hmm. to. Right. Well, Absolutely. Well, we're going to also go ahead into, of course, Mr. Uh, inspirational Moment with Mr. Eric J. Inspirational Moment. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about this? Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, inspirational Moment with inspirational Mr. Eric J. Moment. Once again, what else? Tell us before we get into our Inspirational Moment. What else you got going on, Mama? <sighs> so I'm planning... Uh, an empowerment conference October 5th in Detroit. Um, Tickets will go on sale very, very soon. I'm in the process. It's called Nine to Thrive, and it's put on by myself and um, my partner, Latresa Blackman, who Mm -hmm. is the owner of Taking Steps Realty. Um, And we're planning on having a really amazing MC. We've got a fitness what is she, a fitness dance instructor that's going to be speaking and that's talking about up. how to get in shape. Um, but basically, it's just going to be like all of the elements of 30, flirty, and thriving, how to get your mind right, your body right. We'll have a sex expert there talking about oh. like relationship stuff, sex stuff. Um, but how to get your mind right, your body right. And also how to make your life the best in terms of like starting a business or whatever mm-hmm. your passion is, how yeah. to go after that and be successful at mm-hmm. that. So that entire conference will be, um, again, October 5th. It's called Nine to Thrive. We'll have a, head sh- uh, a photographer there giving out free headshots as well. There's going to be like a ton of swag and all types of stuff. It's that's what's up. I'm, that's well, what's congratulations up. on Thank that you. one, Mama. Yeah. So once again, make sure you guys go and check you out at where can they follow you? The Best Amber. I'm pretty much every platform. Instagram, it's T H E E Best Amber because the, the, the Best, best Amber, the Best. Mm-hmm. But Facebook. 
Twitter, wherever else y'all are at. Just the best Amber. Or if you're Google, the best Amber. <laughs> she said Google me. That's what I'm talking about, Bobo. <laughs> she said Google me. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Mama. Thank we, you. Um, thank we you. totally, totally appreciate, appreciate you. you. Thank you for being on the panel for Broken me. Panties as well. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, it was. I got a lot of good takeaways. I'm glad I went. It okay. What, how did you enjoy yourself today? It was good. All right. Well, yeah. good. We, uh, uh, Even though my petty co-host, oh, child, tell us something. Don't say nothing about the chicken. <laughs> Father in heaven. Come on with your inspirational <laughs> moment for Mr. Aaron Our Jack. inspirational moment this week is going to come from uh, Psalm 68. And I, you know, I have this phone because I had to turn on my timer because, you know, it's less than a minute. <laughs> but Psalm 68, um, verse uh, 5, uh, says, Father to the fatherless, defender of widows, this is God whose dwelling is holy. God's place, God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. My inspirational moment to you really comes from the fact that you're never alone and you're not forsaken. We live, we have, and we serve a God who will never, ever leave us alone or by ourselves. Right. There are times That's where right. we may feel where we may feel alone, where we may feel alone, but we're never alone. Right. Because remember, uh, being alone or loneliness is not the absence of people, it's the absence of purpose. Come on now. And there comes a time in your life where you might be surrounded by people. You might have friends, family, loved ones, a boo, a bae, whoever, who mm -hmm. uh, your kids, everybody may love you and support you, but that feeling of emptiness that you have may come from a lack of purpose mm -hmm. or it may just come from a lack of relationship with the father. So my encouragement mm -hmm. to you this week is simply to take some time, whether it be you driving in your car to work, whether it be you on your break at work, whatever it is that you're doing, take 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 one to five minutes. This is not a Baptist church. Stop it. <laughs> take no, seriously, just take one to five minutes to just literally sit and think about God, sit in the presence with God and just enjoy him being there. And yeah. all those feelings of loneliness that you have, all those feelings of, of, of you being by yourself, allow God to strengthen you in that. And even when you don't know what to wow. pray, just say, Lord, give me strength to continue to go through whatever it is that I'm going through wow. and deal with whatever it is I'm dealing with. I'm done. Bye, Marcy. I'm done. I'm <laughs> no, done. I was in the spirit. I'm done. Anyway, so yes. once again, thank you for tuning in to Doing the Most Official Podcast with your host, Marcy K. And Eric J. We out here doing the most. You can catch us once again on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Doing the Most Official Podcast. Wait, we are, I want to talk. Wait, wait, are we on Spotify? Right. Oh, oh you want to listen? Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Come on. Where, thank where you, Mr. J. Cooler. Come on. Forget about you that. know what? He need to walk out the door. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Come on. Tell us, Mr. J. Cooler. Doing the Most Official Podcast on Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, and iTunes. Come on now. Now, we on. are in the, once again. That's Mr. <laughs> J. Cool, and he always up here. Uh, thank you, brother, for coming no on problem, in and bless no us problem, no with problem. your brightness. I appreciate <laughs> you. Once again, you're listening to doing the most official podcast with your host, Marcy K. And, and Eric J. And we're time. doing the both. Hey. Doing the most. <laughs> I'm not messing with you. Let's do it. Let's with Marcy K. And Eric J. Oh, my God. All right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.